I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. I was watching a presentation on YouTube the other day, and the presenter, who's this big VC investor, was talking about market conditions, and he went to pull up this report, and he said, I'm going to share my screen, and let me just find the window. Okay, hold on one second. Oop, I clicked the wrong button. There it is. Let me know if you can see this. How many of you have been in a presentation, been on a Zoom call, a Google Hangout, Meet, whatever, and had someone share a screen and they talk that talk, that that awkward communication just to fill the silence? Uh, I know I've been on so many of these calls. So I smiled at myself and I thought about it that this, you know, acclaimed investor who super famous guy does a lot of these presentations, you know, it's just filling the silence, filling that awkward silence about sharing his screen. And it's something that I've done too. It's something that I think we've all become conditioned to do. And the reason is because if you don't explain what you're doing, everyone is like, well, why are they not talking? Is something wrong? Did the internet go down? Is, is there something I'm missing? Am I not seeing it? Is, is my computer broken? You know, and you'd have all these questions. And so they fill the silence to avoid the confusion. So you don't have those questions. But as I thought more about this, I realized, you know, we put so much emphasis into filling those little moments of silence in a presentation. But zoom out, think about your company and think about all the silence that could exist in your company and how much confusion that could create. Those big time gaps in a business in between times when you have interactions with people on your team. And especially if you get to the point in a company where not everyone in the business reports to you, you could go much longer without interacting with individual team members. So I want to talk about a few ways to uh, fill the silence when we talk about these bigger time gaps. So the first thing is maintaining individual relationships. As you get a bigger company, uh, the time in between you talking to each individual person in the company can go a lot longer. And so what are you doing to be intentional about connecting with those people on a regular basis? I remember I used to use this tool that is, it's now they've pivoted for, for real estate and they, they only work with, uh, with the real estate vertical and agents. But the tool at the time did this really cool thing where you could designate these different buckets for, you know, here's how often I want to talk to a client, let's say every 30 days. Here's how often I want to talk to just a general acquaintance every 90 days. Here's like my roommates from college. And I want to keep in touch with them every 120 days. Here's, you know, my, my uh, in-laws or my parents. And I want to talk to them every seven days. And you would put these different timelines and then the system would remind you on those cadences every seven or 30 or 45 or 90 days to reach out to that person. So you'd have a hit list of people to contact. If you're in sales, if you use a CRM, you probably have something like that that tells you who you need to reach out to. But when you're running a company, you don't probably have a tool that's telling you how frequently to reach out to everyone unless you put a system in place for that. And so what we do is some pretty simple things. First, we have some general um, meetings, some kind of open office hour meetings where I do a virtual coffee and anybody in the company can come and attend that coffee. They can submit kind of ask me anything questions and it's on the calendar. It's every couple months that this is just on the calendar. And we remind people to sign up for these time slots because I want to interact with people. I want to just find out, you know, what are they doing for fun this quarter? What are they working on? 
Is there anything that I should know about? And making sure I have that space. Uh, the next thing I do is we, through our performance management system, track uh, feedback and praise and people that haven't uh, heard from someone in a while. And we make sure that either me or someone's manager is evaluating their performance on a regular basis and pinging them to say, hey, you're doing a great job or, hey, let's talk more about this area of growth for you. And it's something that we're systematically tracking to make sure that we're having those checkpoints that people are hearing from us on a regular basis. Uh, when we have new hires set up, we have a cadence of a, a buddy that they meet with and then regular times that I reach out to them throughout the year to just see how things are going. And it's a system, but it's not an artificial effort. It's a genuine effort because we want to maintain those relationships. And, and I think building those individual relationships goes such a long way with creating trust and creating the culture you want and the atmosphere where people feel like they belong, like they can make suggestions, like you're actually listening to them, and like they have a clear line of communication to the leaders in the company. But that doesn't just exist. You have to create that. And so think about in your business how you're creating those clear lines of communication so that you can be talking to people on a regular basis and not let these big time gaps happen. The next thing I think about is when you make important business decisions, when you're reorganizing reporting structures, when you're deciding to hire a specific position and whether it'll be an in-house promotion or an external hire, when you are deciding to pause something that you're developing, products or services, and move your priorities to something else, when you decide that you want to change pricing, these types of decisions, as leaders, we may talk about all the time because we're thinking about them and we're chopping it up and figuring out what to do. But as soon as stuff starts to trickle out to the extended team, the silence creates a lot of questions. And so if you don't have a regular kind of vessel of communicating these decisions, then people can start to come up with their own conclusions of what's going on. And so for us, again, we have a bi-weekly all hands meeting. I know I've talked about this before. It used to be every week and now we switched it to every two weeks. But for us, it's an important time to get everyone together on a virtual call to be able to share the big decisions and big things that are happening across every department. Uh, in between those meetings, if there's quicker things, we'll post it as a Slack update. We'll send out a Loom, a video message to everyone. We'll roll something out through Trainual that everybody needs to know. But these are ways of communicating intentionally. Here's what's going on. Um, even across our weekly leadership meetings, we'll take summaries of those meetings and post them out to all the departments, all the department heads, so that they can get the information down to everyone on their teams in their own ways. And so being really intentional about Here's a decision that was made. Here's how it could affect other people. And getting that out on a regular basis, I think, is another way of pre preempting the questions or the concerns. And then we also put a lot of energy into where we're headed as a company. So the third bucket I'd focus on is where is your business headed? And you need to communicate that and not leave that void for people to fill in with their own ideas. Cast your vision of where will the business be in five years, in three years, at the end of this year, and have really measurable metrics and goals to guide people toward that vision. And then have your, your strategic goals, your OKRs, your rocks, whatever you call them, and make sure that you're reporting on a regular cadence on how is the business actually doing? What's the health of the business? Are we doing a good job? Do we need to improve in some areas? 
because understanding clearly the vision, the priorities of the company helps everyone in your business know where they fit in. And I think that if everyone in the company has a sense of where they fit in, has a clear understanding of your priorities and your objectives, knows the long-term vision of the business and can measure against your progress with you know, some metrics, understands how decisions are made, and then feels like they've got a great connection to the leaders or the leadership team, that's what creates a really healthy company. That's what eliminates a lot of that confusion that you get when there's silence. And the last thing I would say is pay special attention to how people want to communicate. You know, a really extreme example of this is we have some team members out in Ukraine. And I realized that after all the meetings we've had, I didn't know any Ukrainian words or phrases and I couldn't communicate how they communicate. So I started learning Ukrainian and now I can check in with them and it's, it's more uplifting and it shows that I actually really care and want to be on their level. So that's an extreme example, but think about how do your people want to communicate? How do they value spending time? How do they want to hear from you? Does video work better? Do in-person events work better? Do company all-hands meeting, all meetings work better for you? Um, communicate how they want, uh, not how you want. So if you can invest across these areas, if you can maintain relationships, if you can communicate decisions, and if you can cast vision and communicate how people want, there won't be that much silence. People can't just make up their own conclusions, their concerns, their fears. And I think if we spend just as much time filling this silence, the big macro silence, as we do those couple seconds when we're trying to share our screen and fumbling through the controls, then you'll build a really healthy culture. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.